This Moment Outdoors was brought to you by L.L. Bean, official partner of the National Park Foundation for the Find Your Park movement. There's a lot that goes on at the National Park Service. With over 420 sites, every month offers a new opportunity to find your park. And while here at the America's National Parks podcast, we strive to focus on the stories that make these places so special. We also think keeping up to date with what's going on with the Park Service can be a useful tool to support and celebrate these special places. With that in mind, we're rolling out a new series focused on news from the parks. We call it News from the Parks. The last episode of each month, we'll take a look at what's coming down the pipeline and some of the bigger news to come out of the National Park Service in the previous weeks. We'll share tidbits about parks celebrating birthdays or other major anniversaries. Sharing news and events about the parks is something I've been trying to find a place for in this podcast almost from the beginning. So let's dive right in and start with news around the National Park Service for the month of September. We begin with a major allocation of funds, grants meant to protect our nation's history and treasures. The National Park Service, in partnership with the Institute of Museum and Library Services, the National Endowment for the Arts, and the National Endowment for the Humanities, has announced $12.6 million in Save America's Treasures grants to assist funding 41 preservation and conservation projects in 23 states. Grantees include Duquesne University for the August Wilson House Preservation Project. August Wilson is the most famous African-American playwright. Eagle Island Incorporated for the Adirondack Great Camp Eagle Island. And the Willa Cather Foundation for the restoration of novelist and poet Willa Cather's childhood home. Additionally, 524,000 in tribal heritage grants were awarded to 12 projects ranging from preserving a 16th century Pueblo and petroglyphs on Mesa Cliffs in New Mexico to creating video documentaries of traditional burial practices in Oklahoma. The grants will support the protection of America's native cultures. And finally, more than 12 million in African-American civil rights grants will fund 44 projects across 17 states to preserve and highlight stories related to the African-American struggle for equality in the 20th century. The grants will go towards projects such as a historic structures report for the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma, Alabama, which was the site of the brutal Bloody Sunday beatings of civil rights marchers during the first March for Voting Rights, to the rehabilitation of the Third Street Bethel AME Church in Richmond, Virginia, built in 1857. It's one of the oldest black churches in the U.S., Turning towards California, the Whiskeytown National Recreation Area reopened the Lower Crystal Creek area on September 20th, including the Crystal Creek Water Ditch Trail, Lower Crystal Creek Road, and access to Crystal Creek Falls. 
All areas had been closed to the public following the devastating effects of the car fire more than a year ago. The reopening marks the first access to a popular Whiskeytown waterfall and brings the total number of open trails at Whiskeytown to nine, and the total accessible trail mileage is now approximately 15 miles. The James K. Car Trail in Whiskeytown Falls will remain closed pending the replacement of bridges destroyed during the fire. The work necessary to reach this recovery milestone has been staggering. To date, nearly 6,000 hazard trees have been removed in developed areas and along roads. Approximately 550 trees were removed in the lower Crystal Creek area alone. The areas near Boulder Creek, Brandy Creek, Mill Creek, and Page Boulder remain closed to the public due to the threat of debris flows. Bipartisan legislation to redesignate the New River Gorge National River as the New River Gorge National Park and Preserve was introduced Thursday by West Virginia Senators. The proposal replaces legislation introduced last October that failed to advance over concerns of restricted hunting. The new proposal for the rugged tract of cliffs, canyons, and cascading rapids would add a preserve component, since national parks don't allow hunting and fishing, but national preserves do. The act would designate about 8% of the 73,000-acre tract of federal land as a national park component without hunting. The rest would be a national preserve. Despite the dual name, a New River Gorge National Park and Preserve would remain a single Park Service unit, managed and maintained by the same personnel. Utah's Zion National Park has announced that the thousandth California condor chick has left its nest after condors were reintroduced to the park in an effort to bring them back from near extinction. In the mid-1980s, only 22 remained in the wild. Controversially, they were all captured in order to breed them in captivity. Lead poisoning from bullets remaining in carcasses left by hunters is still their biggest killer. Over 300 currently exist in the wilds of the Southwest. You can learn more about the California condors on a past episode of the podcast with the same name. We'll link to it in the show notes at nationalparkpodcast.com. This month, the Park Service welcomed new superintendents all across the country. Janine McElveen at Petrified Forest National Park in Arizona, Nathan Souter at Colorado National Monument, and Stuart West at the High Plains Group of Parks in Colorado and New Mexico, including Bent's Old Fort National Historic Site, Capulin Volcano National Monument, and Sand Creek National Historic Site. The National Park Service also announced earlier this week the selection of Sarah Davis, a 20-year Park Service veteran, as the new Chief of Resource and Visitor Protection in Yellowstone National Park. Davis will be the park's 18th Chief Ranger and the first woman to hold the position in the more than 100 years Yellowstone has been managed by the agency. Davis will oversee more than 275 employees in Yellowstone's Resource and Visitor Protection Division who perform law enforcement and emergency medical services, search and rescue, wildland and structural firefighting, dispatch, fee collection, special use permitting, trails, corrals, and backcountry operations. Previously, Davis was the chief ranger at Natchez Trace Parkway and served as the acting superintendent at Vicksburg and Guilford Courthouse National Military Parks. September also marked the 55th anniversary of the Wilderness Act, which provides the highest level of protection for some of our most iconic wild landscapes through wilderness designation. From Alaska to Florida, the act protects some of the most diverse and sensitive habitats in our country and officially became law on September 3, 1964. 
109.5 million acres of federally owned land in 44 states and Puerto Rico were protected at the time, making up 5% of the land in the United States. The act defined wilderness areas as areas over 5,000 acres unspoiled by man. Motorized vehicles and development of structures is mostly prohibited in these areas. And finally, with over 400 units in the National Park Service, every month is an anniversary month. This month, over 25 parks celebrated another year of protection, including Sequoia National Park, which turned 129 years young. Devil's Tower celebrated its 113th. Apostle Islands National Lakeshore is a youthful 49, and Canyonlands National Park is 55. To learn more about the stories shared here today, visit our show notes at nationalparkpodcast.com. There you'll also find the full collection of America's National Parks podcasts. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search National Park Podcast. You can also join our America's National Parks Facebook group, which is now 30,000 members strong. If you're interested in American road trip destinations, come find us over at the new See America podcast. And if you're interested in RV travel, give us a listen over at the RV Miles podcast. You can also follow Abigail and me as we travel the country with our three boys at OurWanderingFamily.com. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters. This land was made for you and me. Today's show was sponsored by L.L. Bean. Follow the hashtag BeAnOutsider and visit LLBean.com to find great gear for exploring the national parks.